TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. I feel like I'm on the radio. <laughs> and now we're with Food Truckies <laughs> Podcast presents. Yeah! Uh, awesome. Voice person okay. right here. <laughs> Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Yeah, All exactly. Right. Have yeah. a beer, get to know you, find out how you guys started this. Welcome to Food Truckies. We sat around the table with a six pack of Wiseacre Tiny Bomb and made some new friends. There was a lot of laughs, a little spilled beer, and some great answers to our questions. I hope you enjoy listening to the people behind the wheel of your favorite food trucks. Welcome to Food Truckies. My name is Jessica Stevens. I'm Philip Warner. Yes, this is my co-host, Philip Warner, and this is I'm Food here. Truckies I'm Episode 3. You are here now this yeah. time. Uh, and we are, uh, actually, I forgot to ask, is your last name pronounced Dries or Dries? See, that's the beauty of this. We can Second one. Second one, Dries. Dries, yes. So we are here with Jacob and Clarissa Dries of El Mero Taco. Super excited to talk to you guys. Really glad you guys could um, make it out here and come and do this. Happy to be here. Yes. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you. And I, like I said before we started, I had a really neat list of notes and questions. You know, I kind of, you know, just did a little research on you, pretty much read your bio on your website. That's that's what I did and, and, you know, made some questions. And then I completely forgot the notebook and everything. So we're starting from scratch, learning about you. So what I do know about you is that you guys used to live in Austin before you guys started this food truck. This is where you guys met. That's yes. right. So tell me a little bit about that, about Austin and how you guys met and what started it all. Uh, well, I moved to Austin, I'm going to say 10 years ago from Mexico. And um, the plan was to go to culinary school at mm-hmm. some point. Um, I finally enrolled. That's where I met Jacob. And um, <laughs> things <up>. went well. <laughs> yeah, things clearly went well. We finished the program. Uh, we got married. And then, um, like, a year after, we moved to Memphis. But uh, basically, we were in Austin for, um, like, two years together. Going to culinary yeah. school. Uh-huh. Um, and I, you know, and I did know this. I also had to Google what Le Cordon Bleu was. Yeah. So, Le Cordon Bleu is a culinary school. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, and how, um, how did that experience help your decision to start a food truck? Like, what, did you go into culinary school saying, I want to start a food truck? No, no. We've both been in the industry for a while. Um, myself, probably around, about around 15 years. I started, yeah, about 15 years. Then we, different paths, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a little bit of everything. It, Clarissa will be able to tell you her, her side, where she, where she grew up and her parents owned three restaurants. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. But um, <clears throat> it was really just us talking about eventually having a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the- we both knew we wanted to have our own business, not um, necessarily to not work, to work for somebody for else the whole time. Um, but eventually a restaurant was the idea, yeah. not, mm-hmm. not necessarily a food truck. But um, Austin is crowded with amazing food trucks, and so that definitely served as an inspiration. Uh-huh. Um, there's great chefs that that's what they do. Yeah. So it, it kind of inspired us to, yeah, that this is a possibility. Right, and also economic, economically as well, the mm-hmm. overhead is not nearly as expensive with a food truck, and you can kind of 
test the market. Right. So how are they going to like it? And I'm sure you can make it exactly the way you want it as well, like kitchen space and, and everything. Right. We we had we were fortunate to mm-hmm. be able to do that with ours. Well, uh, we kind of started somewhat with a blank canvas. We bought the truck out of uh, it was actually out of College Station. Uh, they were just doing cupcakes out of it, so it wasn't much. So we got to design it the way we wanted it. Uh, it's it's a full blown kitchen, so it's um. We, we have fun with it. What was the uh, driving force for the Mexican influence? The Was it your your family's, like, restaurants that you kind of wanted to do that? Or was it, did y'all train in La Col- I mean, uh, La Cordon Bleu? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, edit, edit, watch edit, your edit, mouth edit. over there. You watch it. <laughs> edit, <No>. edit. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, um, La Cordon Bleu is more French-inspired. Uh, yeah. And it's just, like, basic French techniques. Yeah. Uh, it touches a little bit of different cuisines, but mainly French, like the basics. Um, we just kind of wanted to do something that reflected us and our family. So that's why we chose a little bit of Mexican, a little bit of Southern, which is basically uh-huh. us. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, so, it's basically, El Mero is basically us. I, I mean, it. that's, sometimes Sometimes you'll see crazy stuff, like that's not... Uh, southern american or mm-hmm. mexican but we you know taking our creativity and our skills we can go outside the realm a little bit and it's mainly geared towards those two mm-hmm. and you'll see some items that are uh fusion and you'll see some that are more geared towards one or the other yeah so uh let's let's go back even further in your history because uh, <laughs> well i know that you know you guys are both very influenced by you know your family owning restaurants and growing up cooking with your grandmother can you just talk a little bit about what inspired you guys to get in the kind of culinary field in the first place but to me it was um growing up in the um, business itself my grandparent has had restaurants and then my dad um, did after him and then my dad did tell me do not go in this field <laughs> but I didn't listen and so um, it's just how often does that happen I know, yeah. right? children? <laughs> it's just it's fascinating I love cooking I love just serving and uh, I grew up in a very tourist place so that I'm um, just AKA having, paradise. It it's is beautiful. Kind of like paradise. <laughs> uh, so just having people from all over coming and visit, it's just learning from them. It's it's a really great experience. It's a hard working industry, but mm-hmm. it's very rewarding. Jacob Rebuttal. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. Um, well, definitely I've, I was making it's really I was making cakes every year with my grandmother on holidays. Um it really dawned on me how much I loved the kitchen, I, I, you know, later on. But it was like, let's see here. I was doing back of the house, like, busing and all that stuff at mm-hmm. 15. But when I was able to wait tables, uh, I enjoyed it a lot and did it for years. But I was always drawn to the back. And I was, you know, always friends with the cooks, too, uh-huh. which is always good when you're in the front of the house. You don't <laughs> want to be that, you know, just, typically the back of the house doesn't, the cooks don't uh-huh. care for the waiters. So I was always... Um, I was always uh, just drawn to it, and they would let me play a lot back there. And uh, you know, I was like, "It's good to get." I know, I know, I was kind of um, drawn to the industry in itself, mm-hmm. and I love it, and uh, the hard work and the uh, how rewarding it is, and just all the different people you get to meet when you are waiting tables, um, and just that in itself, the cooking aspect. I just just always drawn. It was like a magnet, mm-hmm. and the cooks would always let me go back there and play a little bit, which was cool, which is uh, which is crazy in itself. <laughs> um, but um, 
yeah, that's really what got me. And then be, being able to use my uh, creativity, that was a big thing too, mm-hmm. cooking. That opened the doors big time. So you can only do so much when you're waiting tables. Yeah. But um, cooking's the fun realm for me. Yeah. Jessica and I were in the uh, restaurant industry too. I was a bartender for about eight years and she was... She did a bit of everything. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, I the, preferred back of the house. Yeah. I served for a bit. I was miserable. I I really disliked serving. So I did like <laughs> Expo and Food Runner. I much preferred that. I would rather yell at the kitchen people at the back of the house than talk to any of the customers in the front of the house. Yeah, but we're dating now, so obviously <laughs> yeah. my tickets were super fast. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, great tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah great yeah. tips then. Amazing. Yeah. It was the best. Sorry. So, did you guys specifically move to Memphis just to open a food? Yeah, kind of saw it was a little vague on your, on your website. Basically, it was multiple things. We have uh, two little ones, so that was a, another part of it. My parents still live in Mexico, so mm-hmm. we don't have family like in Austin. My mm-hmm. sister lives there, but we don't have like parents or grandparents mm-hmm. there. So um, we did have that in Memphis, so it's just always easier to have somebody um, closer. And we did see that... Um, they approved food trucks in Memphis, so that was like a big yeah, decision maker. That was in 2011, and I was always ke- still keeping up with the commercial appeal mm-hmm. and things happening in Memphis. Um, so when that happened, that was a, a big flag you're to like, be like, Ooh. and that is a great opportunity because you open a food truck in Austin and you're one of a thousand. That's yeah. pretty but, much what got us started on food trucks is we went to the um, uh, Trucklandia down in Austin mm-hmm. and then we were like wow food drugs were awesome <laughs> yeah they're not just they're, they're really good there yeah, but you come to a city where they just started uh-huh. and you're coming with a new concept right. it's always um, better your odds are better for yeah. sure yeah, you did can. you have to like overcome a little stigma it has a reputation mm-hmm. however as both of you know being in the industry it's the I don't, I don't want to say cockiness but the confidence <laughs> that we had that like if we make good food and we take care of people and serve them right and you know great customer service and great inconsistency on food and customer service it, they'll come and yeah. it'll continue they'll they'll continue to come and I mean, as you both know, you'll, you'll build regulars and right. you know, things happen. Speaking of regulars, the last time I came and saw you guys, I had like this amazing what brisket quesadilla. Mm-hmm. But the funniest part was I was standing waiting to get my brisket quesadilla, and you guys were in the uh, the parking lot. It was the the um, the car wash, and then the key place. I can't remember what the name oh, of the yeah, car wash yeah, is. Yeah. And this guy pulls in. It was like got my order, and then pulls in to go <laughs> through the car wash. <laughs> and you're like, I'll have it for you when you get out. I'm like it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you could just tell like that people knew that you guys were there and like look forward to coming there. And this guy was so confident. He was like, you "Got my regular pulled in." Like, yep, man, I remember that. That was uh, three fried chicken tacos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, nice. Yeah, it is great to have like the same customers every Thursday, or mm-hmm. you see them coming and you're already making the order because you know what they're going to get. Oh, that so is very it is. You get to know them, at least for what they order. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. So what's your favorite part about, about doing this so far? Is it, is it getting to see the customers and talk to them? Or making the food? Or being your own boss. Ooh. <laughs> I was about to say, it's a combination of yeah. a lot of things. Like, well, being your own boss is, I always say, it's a little tough, too. Mm-hmm. So um, it requires a lot more discipline, I think. Yeah, I think you work harder, definitely, and longer, but it's... 
it's just different. You're not working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't mind working 16, 17 hours an hour or whatever. If we have a long day, mm-hmm. it's because it's for us. There's also certain flexibility uh, when you have a food truck because it's a little bit more... Um, less strict like the schedule and stuff like that mm-hmm. so we can spend if we choose to do more time with our family or like important things with mm-hmm. our kids we can do that that's uh, pretty cool too and obviously um, getting to know different people we've done events at pretty interesting places so uh, that's always neat and what's your favorite event that you've done Mm. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first ones, I want to say, um, we did uh, Wiseacre, and we were very lucky to uh, do an event together with Andy Tyser and Michael Hudman, and that was pretty amazing. We got to learn from them, and then we also got our name out there because we were we had been open for less than a month, I think. Yeah, the, the, obviously the talented chefs in the city. Yeah. Um, friends of mine and then uh they uh yeah they were nice enough to and that was right in the beginning uh kind of tag team with us and do a fun menu and because of them i think that was huge because they brought out a bunch of people yeah we didn't know what we were right. going into we were not even the <laughs> window was not old? even open and um we had a huge line yeah. waiting and we <laughs> didn't stop until we literally ran out of food yeah uh we had to I think the last taco we sold was like a quail taco that we kind of made up at the end because people were waiting for food. Yeah, quail. so quail was on their aspect of the menu. Uh-huh. So we did kind of like a few fusion <laughs> items, and they had like their stuff and ours. And it was at a point where they were just like, just put the quail Whatever. in a taco. Yeah. <laughs> sell everything. So, so, all right, cool. That's awesome. I'm sure y'all were probably... One- were you used to that type of stress and that type of business and being like, oh, man, because I know if I ever got a line at the bar, I'm like, all right, here we go. And then just uh, going to vote. I, I, I think on that one or just in general? On that one. In, now, I'm sure you're used like to it now, but on that one, since it was your first big one. It, I think we both had different <laughs> takes on that because <laughs> you were kind of paired with one and I was kind of paired, uh, paired with the other. And uh, I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit stressed out. It was fun. But, yeah, I typically stress out more, period. Like, if yeah. we have a catering, I do catering pretty frequently. And every single one, I'm like, do not talk to me. I have to get this. I have to get this. And then when it's delivered, I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> I feel that I'm the just, same way. Just the way only, I am. We're good because we, we switch off. Only one of us panics, like, at a time. So, you know, we kind of switch out who's, who's yeah, doing the freaking I'd say it's the same. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Definitely <laughs> the same. <laughs> Very nice. Um, <laughs> How long did it take you all to get, like, a kind of set place? Or even, like, a set, a set menu. Like, you know, what was the process of you guys creating your menu? Uh, it's not really. There's certain tacos that come in and out. Like, you see them every now and then. Uh, like, recently, what, the cochinita kind of comes in and out, which is the braised pork. The albondigas, you'll see it every now and then. And it's uh, really good. It's meatballs with a um, chipotle tomato sauce and collards underneath and then queso. So it's fun. it's it's definitely a clash of both. That one's a really yeah, good one of like good. both a, cultures fusion, clashing. Man. Yeah, because you got the collards from southern, uh, the, you know, American south, and then you have uh, the meatballs and the sauce are more towards Mexico. Mexico. So, yeah, we started with a few of the items that we have currently, but like, the fried chicken taco was one of the first ones, and uh, yeah, the corn, and those never left the menu because they're 
people's favorite. Um, the fried chicken taco, yeah, it's like. I think the brisket casino was one, one of the first far. ones. Yeah. yeah. And then we just add uh, or change some, but. And then as far as locations, um, it took us a while to have a more consistent schedule because well, we, it was I, mainly this year. So I broke off of Whole Foods in the fall, and I kind of we changed it to where. This year we want a little bit more consistency with, like, uh, customers. Mm-hmm. So and also it being strategic as well. So like Tuesdays, I'm in East Memphis, off of um, White Station and Wheelis Drive, mm-hmm. right there in that big parking lot. Um, that's you know, barring rain and weather, we're we're there every Tuesday. Um, Wednesday is Muddy's off Cooper for breakfast, breakfast, breakfast and lunch. And lunch. Mm-hmm. That one's had a really good, uh, that one's building a lot, especially mm-hmm. the breakfast. Um, and then Thursdays were barring the rain um, <laughs> downtown and Court Square because we have a, a, a good following down there. A lot of love down downtown. <laughs> yeah, those are like our three. But those are the three main ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we leave the the weekends open for events, private events, big events, festivals, yeah. and whatnot. Um, and I'm sure, like, the rain, I'm, I'm sure the weather holds a bit more stress for you guys probably than it would for, for other people because you're kind of your business depends on whether people are going to come out. Um, how, how do you guys kind of handle the weather situation? I've never checked the weather as much as I do now. <laughs> Uh, but yes, definitely, it does play um, a huge factor. I mean, we could be out in the rain. However, sometimes it just doesn't, people are not going to come. Mm-hmm. Or it's the rain, and it's also when it's really hot. So the summer's really good until it gets super hot. And yeah, then, like that late, uh, it, it mid to late July and early August is brutal. Humidity here is terrible. All of a sudden, we, we went in the middle of the summer, and it was bad but it was bearable i was like oh it's like 103 we're good yeah yeah it's because it's dry yeah because i worked at the oasis down there and that was half of it was outside and that's a restaurant if if people don't know it's four stories and seats over two thousand people oh my gosh and half of its decks outside overlooking lake travis and uh it would be 115 degrees and i'm like walking around going upstairs no i'm completely soaked in sweat but it's not as bad (laughs) as like in uh you're like ooh, cooling yeah like right yeah it's not, it, just get in the shade there. You're uh-huh. you're okay here. You know it's you walk out the door. It's over. Yeah. What would you say the biggest mistake you made was as a food truck owner? It's learning experience. Yeah. Um, mistake. Learning experience. That's a better way. <laughs> I'll to let you it. take that one first, honey. Go ahead. I want to be courteous on this one. You go ahead, honey. <laughs> I'll have a drink. We have had a lot of um, learning. Yes, in the actual mechanical aspect um just learning how the truck works how generators um what they need what electric like at least to me that was a whole because i know cooking and i know kitchen and i know what to do to if certain situation comes up how to like fix it and stuff like that or we run out of food i can come up with a new item and sell it but um the electric and mechanic and the whole driving the truck you know like our battery has run out and we can start a truck to go back home or stuff like that, you know. Um, that's been where I've struggled, and I need to still learn on that. Have you guys just been stranded someplace because your battery? You have. <laughs> yes, Unfo- I think it was Court Square. We had uh, we needed 
I don't remember if we had um, like a portable charger or something, but yes, we we had to get over there off a gra- little bit over of there off a of gram that one oh, time. Oh yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that time. <laughs> yeah, I had to t- I had to call my dad because I, I had the kids. Obviously, I was watching the kids, and then uh, I was like, "Dad, you didn't get over there uh, quick." So, mechanical is definitely uh, a big one. Um, other one, another tough one, because is events. Like, uh, we're very fortunate and blessed to have people book us out far in advance, right? Uh, what is tough, though, is uh, and what we've had to learn over the years is is uh, being a business because you're a business. You know, making sure you. Uh, require a certain amount uh, per hour if it's a private event uh, but the the hardest thing is balancing so what's tough is you know and I know you, you can only con- control so much but you get you know two different people call for the same day and you're like mm-hmm. torn between them and you're like oh uh, I, I think that's another tough one you got you got to figure it out because you and then once you commit you got to commit as mm-hmm. well and that's uh, you know, if you only have one truck, that's that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not it's not a bad thing yeah. at all, but um, you know, you could pass up on some really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you, at, at the same time, you don't want to burn bridges as well. Mm-hmm. Scheduling so. has also been another one, um, just because it's not as consistent as a restaurant would be. So you don't know how many employees you need. Um, people could call you last minute and hey, can you do? an event tomorrow and if you're free you want to take it but then do I have people to work that event so we've been blessed with some very flexible uh, people and a lot of like part-timers and stuff like that but yes that's another one that it's definitely different from yeah shout out shout out to uh, Renice (laughs) Renice Coppins so that's that is really exciting though that you guys are doing so well that you can off you can afford to you know have help to to make it go even farther well we had goals and Really, I'm telling you, it's kudos to that beautiful, amazing woman right there. Because for the first, I mean, literally, I broke off in the fall. And I was doing little things to help out as much as I could. But that was a full-time gig uh, for me. And she was rocking it pretty much by herself. I don't know how she did it, to be honest with you. I just don't. (laughs) Because she was prepping, loading. uh, And when you do everything from scratch, that's... Right, so how many hours does it take just to prep the track before you guys actually even go out to, to sell? <laughs> um, technically two, there. but more. Yeah. <laughs> more. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a good bit. Well, because you have to consider driving times, uh-huh. um, not just arriving and like that. cranking everything up. You have to drive and load and um, things like that, but yeah. We've, we've been able to switch roles, though, so I can ease it. So I, I run operations aspect for the most part and then another big thing is uh for everybody out there we do catering so mm-hmm. that has we've amped that up in the past years that was uh, that was a big thing for me to uh been i was able to break away because of that um so we do a lot of drop-off caterings yeah and it's really and she, cool because a lot of offices want us to go to their like where they are because uh-huh. we do a lot of lunches and stuff but then Maybe there's not a lot of people for us to, like, it's not worth it to bring the truck, the truck but, yeah. like, we do the catering, our minimum is, like, 10 people, so in your office, if you have, like, nine other people that want El Mero, all you have to do is, like, place the order a day ahead or two days, and 
we can bring it. Wow, mm-hmm. so you guys can just like drop it off on your way to wherever yeah, you're Yeah, we set it up like, in. typically we did like a bar, like a taco bar, uh-huh. and so people just make their own tacos I and stuff I like that. I think I didn't do that, and you guys kind of bring, it's all inclusive, kind of, you bring all the stuff yeah. so we wouldn't use it. It's all disposable. Yeah. Hmm. So we just drop it off and, and go. That is very convenient. Huh. I'll have to like, tell my office speaking of convenience, there you go. Hey, hey, hey now, hey. hey now. I mean, we got the meatballs, you got a new customer <laughs> meatball there. tacos. There. I mean, um, another thing I was super impressed with, and I think you guys just recently updated your website is beautiful. Thank you. It's a it's a very nice website, but you're also the the only food truck, at least so far that I've seen, that has online ordering. Um, can tell me about that. Like, you know, was we this even just, have our own app? Yeah, as well. we do. What? Was this just based off people like, man, I wish I could kind of call you in advance? You know, what? How did that online ordering kind of come about? Your a lot of the trucks do text orders mm-hmm. for the weather, like when it's raining, it's easier just to pick it up. But that, um, like, we had different people working the truck at different times, so it was kind of like, okay, what number are we going to give right. the people now? And so, or people would be texting me, I'm not at the trucks, it's like that. So that didn't work with us, and so, um, we were approached by uh, this company that designs apps, yeah, Cobblestone Media. Um, they they helped us out with the app and we I mean we found out through Square in itself that you can have an online store so that was a part of it as well but through the app um, that was a big sell was to be able to click in the app the order now and it sends you straight to the Square store mm-hmm. and what's cool about it is once you order and you have to pay for it you have to put a you could put a pickup time if you want and um, it shoots right out on our printer it's Bluetooth that's oh, all so, so you get a printout you yeah it gets a printout and then we even can go in the app and hit um, when you're when it's ready, so oh. it sends a message straight to you like, "Hey, your order's ready," so you can head that way. So it, the whole point was like getting ahead of the game, yeah, right. And when there is, and in the future, when because in the in the colder months, um, not a lot of people want to go to a food truck, but stand if, outside it, yeah, right. But if, they, if you know if you have something like that, it's convenient, and you're at a certain location, that's a certain amount of sales that you wouldn't have gotten before. If you know people can order it and be like, "Hey, I don't." It's like, you know, you battle when it's cold. You're like, I don't want to really make anything or go to the grocery <laughs> store, but, hey, I can go on the app. Phillip's, Phillip's the worst of them. Right. Or I can, or I can, go, I can go online, uh, elmerotaco.com, <clears throat> and, then, and then I can um, order it and then just go pick it up. Yeah, and, it's definitely just try to make it as convenient as we can for our customers. Yeah, and it even has a loyalty program built in there. So every, really? Every, like a punch card kind of? You guys have thought of it. That is awesome. Yeah, like, it's, it's pretty cool. Hands down. I'm a web developer, so I know this stuff, and I like easy stuff, and that's what you do for for uh, <laughs> actual customers. Make it as easy as possible. As efficient, yeah. yeah see, now um, I'm going to have to show you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yes. yes. We oh want it to be as user-friendly as possible. Just go to the website, find what you need. or it has a, and, and the buttons yeah. are very e- awesome. easy yeah. to go. You know, like even a picture, you know, you just click exactly what like you want. Philip's so looking I, at our, or he was looking at yeah. our events. We have an events calendar in there that has the... Um, yeah, the, that, that the map really on there and everything. Easy to use too. I was just, I was super impressed when I was clicking around your website yesterday. You guys so are I wanted, yeah, this, like, I wanted to to mention how nice your website was. That one's cool. So that's the special alerts. So if I'm at a certain place, I can geo-target an area and send out a push notifications. So it'll, it'll pop up on your phone like, hey. Um, and I can even say things. I can say whatever I want, but I could be like, <laughs> hey, you know, if you say tiger. Uh, or a penny at the, at, at the to the cash register, you know, I'll give you a free drink or something, you know, come see us. You could you could send out really anything. 
This um, is awesome. So you're sitting on your desk and you're like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, Ilmero's closed by. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. It'll, and that's if you have the app? Right. Well, okay, then it'll kind of send you a little notification. Because honestly, when I found you, like, there's a lot of things out there, but nothing that's actually hit the mark, really. So I was just, like, Googling, you know, what's the closest food truck to me, you know? And I had to, you guys just happened to be the closest, you know, from, like, kind of the... Uh, going through the kind of list of things nearby. So that's that's something that Philip and I have talked about a lot is that, you, you know, having an actual food truck locator map or something, because there's like it, it's it's hard to find where you want to. That's wanna, a little off topic, but you know, yeah. it's something we where you want to find. A, like, I mean, that's the biggest problem I think right now for you guys is is there's no one place like Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff, especially now with Instagrams like and not the even posting. Right now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like it drives me nuts. I'm like, if I want to go eat somewhere that's around me, I can't just sit there and Google food trucks around me because you can't find them. I mean, it's, right? Yeah, but that is. That's awesome. Good app. Yeah, there's definitely um, a lot of room for improvement with food trucks here in Memphis. Uh, Do you have any suggestions? Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just going to say, I think um, we've gone a long way, uh, and people, it's great for us. People are taking food trucks really well, especially for, they want us to come to a lot of events or doing, like, private parties. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of graduations or weddings or stuff like that, so it's great. But um, just in terms of, like, finding a food truck or um, there's definitely, I don't know. Yeah. Suggestions? There have been attempts, and uh, we're not going to name names, but there have been attempts um, to do that. But there's nothing really as solid. But that's kind of what we did. And I know on our part, we have to... Well, and I think it's getting the food trucks on board, too. Yeah. it, It doesn't work if... If people, you know, don't use it, and that's, I think that's been the problem. If they say, yeah, cool idea, but they don't click that extra button or to say, we're here, you know. Yes. Exactly. I feel like um, having a location, like, where trucks can come, I know there's a few, but uh, maybe mainly at night, like, weeknights is... Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a good idea. I do like the fact that we have free roam. Like, we can go places because mm-hmm. in cities like Austin, where there's so populated, they can only be in one spot. Yeah, they're in food truck and parks. And so, uh-huh. I mean, that's more like having a restaurant. And having the option of being mobile is huge. So, I, I do like that that we have here. Yeah, that that that's yeah, that's pretty amazing that I can call up Muddy's and... and just say, hey, can I partner up with you? And they're they're great people. Uh, I used to work at Muddy, so I love. <laughs> well, I you're love an amazing Patty. person because <laughs> like every everybody on staff at Muddy's, like I, I love them. They're so nice. It's a it's a really great company. My my cousin works uh, for oh, Muddy's yes, as Jordan. well. Yes, yes, yes. We, we made we that say, connection. Jordan, you're famous. You're uh, on a podcast. I know, right? <laughs> no means love, so, um, so Jordy. <laughs> no means do love. We we love. And we uh, love the, the Nomies, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you would want people to know about you guys and about El Mero Taco? Okay, what does El Mero mean? Ooh. Go ahead. El Mero is more like a slang word. Uh-huh. It just means the best or the top dog. Ah, okay. There we go. All right. El it's Mero. really El Mero Mero. But yeah. we kind of shortened like the it for the best or the best type um, thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Brown. You, you even Americanized it right there. El Mero, El Mero. It's El Mero, El Mero. El Mero, El Mero, Mero. El Mero, Mero. If there was somebody out there trying to start a food truck tomorrow and they were hesitant, what would you give them advice on? Here's what you should know. Oh, oh I, I mean, there's, that, 
That's pretty deep. It's long, <laughs> long hours. Um, find a niche that's different. Please don't copy. That's huge. Like every, there's, there's so many barbecue trucks, but. I know that was terrible to say, but <laughs> okay. come on, it's, come on now. You're in a barbecue. Memphis, yeah. yeah. Like, come on. So yeah. find, a, find a different niche, like we, like how we did. Like we found, it's oh. not just a street taco. It's, we kind of, the way we look at it is we respect the street taco for sure. Like for sure. Um, Cause they're amazing. But, but there are so many good ones. We didn't want to be another one. Mm-hmm. So we wanted, we wanted to, to have different. a little bit of a, a different product. Um, we get excited when there's new trucks um, that open that are a little different. We're like, oh, that new truck. Mm-hmm. It's just always good. It just it helps us as well. Try right? to do things um, either from scratch or from, you know, have a, you know, you're going to, like there's one truck that bakes their own bread, which is great. Um, so, you know, things like that. What's their name? <laughs> well, uh, Churrasco. Does they're they're really nice too, very sweet. They uh they bake their own bread, um, but little things like that that'll take you over the top. And then it's long hours, so mm-hmm. get ready. It's not a see a lot of people have that, and it's a business at the end of the day. So they look at it and they go, you know, or they'll see they'll watch. Of course, I love that one. Uh, have you seen Chef on Netflix or you know, <laughs> the, the movie? You yeah. know, Philip yeah. loves that movie. Uh, great, oh, it's, it's, awesome. it's an awesome <laughs> movie. But yeah, but they're like not oh, realistic. People, people see it and they see cash flow. Because they'll see lines, and it's like it's not really the. It's not. It's not all. Uh, be prepared for slow, slow, slow winters. Um, mm. Even though it's a was short a winter, shock? was that a shock for you guys? Were you expecting that? You know, kind of the slowdown. We were expecting, we were expecting it. it. Um, that's why we try to build a catering um, business, oh, yeah. so that yeah. uh, it helped us there. But, um, yeah, slow, slow winter. So you have, and then you also learn to, like, schedule your vacations around that time because mm-hmm. just things like that. Was it ever hard working with each other since you were married? That's a good question. <laughs> I think we're still kind of getting honest. used to that because <laughs> it hasn't been that long that we've worked together. Uh, it's been just a few months, but... Um, We've we've worked with several shifts together, and we run the business together, obviously. Um, There's challenges. I mean, you're a married couple. There's Mm -hmm. always challenges. Um, Yeah. Huge for us was, like, setting guidelines or um, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? So Mm -hmm. that we don't, like, step in each other's toes. Um, Every now and then we do, for sure. But. Who yeah. doesn't? Like, it's a part of life. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. if you don't uh, have your own business together, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you do. So. That, yeah, that was a huge one. Was setting like. Uh, roles. Roles, correct. Like I'm more the operations now in the truck. You'll typically see me. She's behind the scenes, um, catering and prepping emails. I mean, all kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, setting roles was the big. That was huge. But so. I think it's been more fun than challenging like my favorite is just when we think of new items like mm-hmm. menu items he'll is the more creative one so he'll always like throw things and i'm like uh okay we can do it like this or we can do it like this i'm like 
how are we going to make it happen? <laughs> right. Um, she lands the plane. I take it. That's what she says. But that's like, fun. I take it up. She lands it. So <laughs> but it, it's fun. Good teamwork. Good teamwork. <laughs> you're the architect. You're the engineer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, last question. Promise. Like, <laughs> you can keep going. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, we got another beer. I think we could all just take yeah, sips actually, of it. Yeah. So, uh, um, did, what was that moment that you guys had when you're like, we're going to have a successful business. We're going to be able to do this. I used to. T- so before we started, uh, I took uh, our stuff because I have a relationship with Andy and Mike. Um, I took it to them and, you know, just told them, hey, you know, shoot straight with me. What do you think? And took them like several tacos. And we did that with a lot of different people. With like- a lot of different people. And I th- think with them was a big one because they, they loved it. And they were like, yeah, you know, this, you, you know, they were just very... Uh, pumped up about it. So that was huge because when you get it from your peers and right. especially yeah. people, you know, those two. Um, well, and I don't think we had a plan B. So it had to work or it had to work <laughs> yeah. because we like put it. all of our eggs in that basket and it just had to work. But uh, we got a lot of love from different um, like blogs and stuff like that. So that was great. That's what I also like about Memphis. Like, you start something and you're doing something that is good, and you're going to get a lot of the love. Like, it's a it gets out uh, fast. Lo- like, people go for local. It's it just it's a great um, city for starting something. And Memphis gives a lot of love too. Yes. You know, yeah, if, you, if you're doing it right, I, I think they Memphis. they definitely yeah yeah. I love Memphis was a like, big one. People, right oh no, bat. like I love Memphis. <laughs> people say, do you ever miss Austin? And I do, of course. It's a great city. Mm-hmm. However, as a business owner and like an entrepreneur, I love Aust- I mean Memphis because it's just a great place to start mm-hmm. something. I mean, of course, you have to be doing the right thing and like put some effort in mm-hmm. it, into it. But um, the people wrap you like yeah. it's very nice. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Very supportive. So yeah, we have the best customers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. So, do you have any future plans? You, you said can... it's hard not having a second truck. I mean, was mm-hmm. that? We we have future plans. <laughs> there was a there was affirmative no from Clarissa. <laughs> no, there are plans for sure. Oh, you don't want to break them. Is it a secret? Uh, Is that coming soon? Two thousand? No, no, we don't have anything it's, like it's concrete, concrete yet. Um, just, we're, we're, I mean, we would love to have a restaurant. Up, that's yeah. for sure. The plane's still in the air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just not land. Right, okay. right. We're off. yes. There are, th- right. there are things we're looking at. I just nice. say that. Well, yeah. I, I got to give it to you. That's you guys are ahead of the curve and ingenuitive and I mean the catering the app like that's impressive I like it and thank you we like since we started the business it's never it was never like oh let's just have a truck and see like what happens it was always like with a bigger plan in mind so mm-hmm. we're just kind of working towards Sorry. it and um we don't know when it'll happen but we're working towards it well that's super exciting <laughs> Um, it's always it's always. You said nice you bartended, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Clarissa Jacob, thank you guys so much. This has been awesome. This has been really exciting. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank yeah, you yeah. for having us. Thank, thank, you. Yeah. thank yeah. y'all. It's been a pleasure. This is this is awesome. Thank you for listening. Go to elmerotaco.com or download their app in the Google Play or Apple App Store, and follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at elmerotaco. And while you're at it, follow us too on Facebook and Instagram at Food Truckies Podcast. Please like and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review of what you think and who you want to hear from next.